Hey everyone, it's Coach Theo at FMU Fitness, and today I got a special guest again with me, my wife, Coach Amber, and we're going to talk about a really cool topic. The question is, so you want to be a fitness trainer, and there's five things that I want you to think about today, probably five things that no one ever told you. You know, this is a message for someone who's trying to get into the fitness world. If you don't have a desire to be a fitness coach, then this probably isn't for you, Thankfully, but actually sometimes overwhelmingly, a lot of young people reach out to me about fitness training. They have questions. They want to know more. Is it for them? They feel like it's their life's purpose. And I like it because I can be really real with them. I can give them the hard stuff to think about. Five things that you probably haven't thought about that I want you to think about and we'll go through each of them is that you're going to work weird hours, probably experience low pay unless you own a company. You're going to give away a lot for free. People don't really care about what you know, and you're not going to change the world. Now, I don't want that to sound depressing, but you know how it is. A lot of environments, uh, people get duped or sidetracked because they're not taught the reality and practicality of the business side of things. So you can go to school for fitness. They don't really teach you this stuff. You can get a certification. They don't really teach you. You want to train people. How do you even get started? How do you even build a business? How do you even find your niche? What do you charge? How do you even collect payment? How do you market? How do you set the schedule, manage the books, report taxes? It's the business side of fitness that people don't really teach you. So there's like a service-oriented business service side to the industry, and it's very disheartening, and I think it's why a lot of people quit. I would say 90% of fitness coaches end up quitting and leaving the industry. It's not easy to make it. So let me just give you the reality and Coach Amber is joining us right now. Coach Amber, say hi to everyone. Hi everyone. So I thought I'd bring her in today and you know what, we're just going to dialogue and I'm going to go through these bullet points and you add anything you want. Okay. All right. So here's some things to think about. Number one, when you become a fitness coach, you're going to work some weird hours. Some weird hours. Have you thought about this yet? What are the most popular hours for people to train? First thing in the morning. Yep. Early morning. Yep. Evening. Evening. Right there. Most people can't do it during the day. Right. So you're doing early mornings, afternoons, and evenings. I would say like 5 to 10 is Uh, peak. Yeah. 5 to 10 in the morning. 5 to 10 in the morning. Okay. What about the afternoon? Well, we work with kids, so it's a little bit different story with the kids. I would say ideally, probably, I would say it starts around 5. So yeah, 5 to 7, 5 to 8 o'clock would be another prime time. Yeah. And depending on people's schedule, maybe 4. Right. Yeah. And then what else? Teachers like to. Saturdays. Saturday mornings. Oh, and some people want to work Sundays. Heck no. I never did that since day one. But again, bad hours, man. Early morning, afternoon, weekend sometimes, because people can only work out at certain times. Have you thought about that yet? Have you thought about that? You want to be a personal trainer? Have you thought about the weird hours? Number two, low pay, unless you own a company. This is the advice I give anyone that approaches me. I say, well, what do you want to do in the fitness industry? Do you eventually want to own your own company? Because if not, you're probably not going to be able to make a career, career out of it. Unless you work for a NFL football team as a strength and conditioning coach or a college team or uh, a big hospital that really needs a full-time trainer, it's hard to find settings where you can actually make a full-time income on decent hours and make a living with it. So let's talk about low pay. If you're an employee, you know, if you're working at a big box gym, how much do you think you're going to get paid as a trainer? Are you asking me? Yeah. For private training? Well, why don't you discuss what you got paid as a private trainer? 
$15. Because guess what? If you're an employee of someone that was less else, than 10 years ago too. they're going to charge the hourly rate of $65 or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and they're going to get you your portion of 15 and they're going to keep the rest. Well, and if they're working in a facility, they have to give a percentage to the facility they're working in unless it's theirs. Yeah, so if you're an employee, that's what's going to happen. You're not going to get paid a big rate. That's why I always say, are you going to own your own company? Because you want to keep the bigger percent percentage. This is just the reality of business, though. You know, when we hire our coaches, we pay them really good, but you can't pay them what you and I would get paid if we did it ourselves. This is the reality of the business industry. So you always want to try to own your own company or mix it up. I suggest to my young people who are in high school or in college, just out of it, to mix it up. Be an employee. Ask how you can build programs that you take ownership over, that you create, that you organize and run the business side of things, and then you just pay a small rent. So I try to suggest that you do both. Do people complain, especially adults, about fitness training rates? Do you think that? Do they complain? About rates, adults? I think they're always going to. Yeah. People will, t will complain about paying for fitness training because they might not value, value it. Value it. Unless they do end up valuing it. If they value it, they will pay for it. If they don't, you will hear complaints. People would rather pay for Starbucks than 12 bucks to do a workout class. You know, they'd rather pay 12 bucks for a, a meal than 12 bucks to do a workout class. People would rather pay for a cable subscription, $150 a month, than to pay $150 a month for a group training membership. Now, that depends on your clientele though. Once you get the right clientele, you got committed people who won't even bat an eye, who won't even second guess right. it. But when you're first getting in the industry, you will go through a lot of people who you just like keep meeting that just keep complaining about the money and I don't have the money and it's a high rate. You have to charge what your value. It is great to have multiple sources of revenue. Private training is great, but you're going to make a lot more group training. The other thing you need to think about about low pay is when you don't work, you don't get paid. Right? There's oh, no right. vacations. Right. When you are especially self-employed, yep. if you shut down the gym one day, you're not getting paid for that day. Right. There's a lot of things people don't think about when it, when it comes to getting to the fitness industry. Number three, so number one, you will have weird hours. Number two, you will get low pay for a while. Number three, you will give a lot away for free. Have you thought about this yet? You wanna be a fitness coach, you're gonna give a lot away for free. What's one thing you're gonna give away for free? Is at the beginning, what did we do? We gave a lot of classes, training for little to nothing. Yeah, I feel like you gave a lot away to start. Because you, you have did. to build your credibility. Right. People don't even know what you do. It's trust, too, you know? They need to earn your trust, and yeah. once they get it, they're like, all right, and then they see value in you and what your services are. Yeah, so it's part of the game, but have you thought about that? You, you can't just jump right in to make money if no one even knows who you are and what you do. So you're going to give a lot away for free. You can probably spread yourself thin, and people are always going to ask you for above and beyond. Private training, you saw this firsthand. It's not just the training session. It's not just the one hour that they're coming to meet you. They text you. Oh, emails, ask you questions. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when I used to private train a lot, I would check in with those people and I it would be an all day sometimes conversation when you're holding people accountable for yeah. diet. Oh and, yeah. Oh yeah, or what should I do on my off days for workout? It's a it's a relationship. 
Yeah, so like that one hour they come to see you. Let's say right. they came to see you for two hours a week, but it's you're more having like a ten to fifteen hour, you know, commitment you, for the week for just one person. Because you're really trying to take someone to the next level and revamp their lifestyle. You're spending a lot of hours outside the training hour. Now this is how you sell your value, though. This is why when someone says, "Why would I pay sixty-five bucks an hour?" Because you're not just paying for the hour. Exactly. You're getting access to me. That's nothing. You're paying sixty-five dollars to come work out with me. And then have access to me to ask me questions and I'm texting you and emailing you and calling you and holding yep. you accountable. Wow. This is way more people than... People still do that. I mean, people always. still do that even with group training. Always. And you and I know that even at the level that we're at right now, we have 420 members, 420-ish members. With adults and kids. Because we have a ton of kids. Right. Um, but we know that you still got to give away free information. For you sure. still answer emails. You answer texts. You, you answer both. phone calls. You love to do that. You just have to know your limitations and be mm-hmm. careful. So you do both. So even at this point, you do both. So you're going to give a lot away for free. So number four, you want to become a fitness trainer. Have you thought about that people don't really care about what you know? They don't care as much as you think about your technical knowledge and understanding of fitness. Does that make sense to you? So has anyone ever asked you or me what our fitness certifications were? No. Maybe once. Maybe once I've gotten asked that. And do they care about technical fitness, meaning like deep, in-depth assessments? No, probably Breaking not. down what it means for your VO2 max. Most of the time, people just want you to get them in the best shape of their life and they to just, look good. That's all they want. They're coming in and they want their butt kicked. Yeah. Can you just give me a really hard workout? I want to sweat. I want to breathe hard. I want to feel my muscles burning, my lungs burning, and then I'm out. Yeah. And so you get into the fitness world sometimes and you're super excited. You know so much. You went to school for it. You got degrees. You got certifications. And you're like got all this technical stuff in your head that you just want to share with the world and people could care less. Yeah. You build progressions. You write out an eight-week template and you say, this is how I'm going to get you to get from this percentage of your max strength to this percentage and no one really gives and a And I hoot. was just going to say that like I have seen the most amazing trainers come in who may not have ever really trained that long in their life but they have such amazing personality and building relationships with clients and building their confidence <laughs> that they would rather work with them than someone who's extremely knowledgeable but doesn't have a personality oh so we know that you can have any label next to your Heck name yeah. but fitness coaching if you want to be a fitness coach this is passion personality Excitement, and purpose energy I mean, I've seen that firsthand. Yeah. Okay, this is so cool because this so relates to church too. Passion, personality, and purpose, like you just said, you could not even have the background, but you have the passion, the personality, and the purpose to do it, and you can work with people and light them up, and you care about them so much that you're going to be way more powerful for them. People can feel that and sense that immediately too. You know, if you're genuinely invested in them. Because you can learn the skill of training people. You can learn exercises and how to teach them to people. And we're not saying go in with, I mean, no, be no, a coach no. without any no. knowledge. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's a huge difference between someone who has a passion for helping and people. And does it. And cares and lives about it out. someone. Exactly. So our number one recommendation is if you want to be a fitness coach, you better live this out. This better be your life. Like this better be who you are because you're not teaching people stuff that you don't do yourself. It's right. not going to work. And so I know what you're saying is you've met people who have come in who they live it out. Mm -hmm. Like this is what they do. Right. And they have the passion. But maybe they never got a certification. Maybe they never got a degree. Right. But they're some of our 
best coaches because they live it out yep. and they have the passion, the personality, and purpose. And they care about the people. Yeah, and so I say that so people don't stress out. When kids, when, when high school kids and college kids ask me what, what degree should I get, what certification should I get, I kind of go, you know what, don't get caught up in it. Get a basic one and get moving and see if you even like to do this. Right. Don't waste thousands of dollars trying to go to fitness conferences all around the nation if you don't even know if you like this. And if you have what it takes to make it, if you're going to work for a professional team, that's a different story. Some of the guys I know, yeah, you probably went to school for years. You have a really good technical background. I think a lot of these guys, though, it still comes down to practical experience. But I, I think for the most part in the fitness industry, what I'm talking about in general, don't get so caught up in it. It's not so much about the degree of certification, man. I got into fitness and I had none of it. And I learned the hard way and then I went back and I got it. Um, but my personal first-hand knowledge with living it out and loving people is what got me so far, right? Right. And no one's ever asked me, by the way, what my certification is. No one? No one. Not one person. So it's like, what's, what's the point? I buy them now and I study them and I don't even take the test because there's no purpose. <laughs> like, what's it going to do? What's another piece of paper next to my name going to do? Okay, and then the fifth thing. So you want to be a personal trainer. You're going to have weird hours, low pay, give away a lot for free. People don't really care about your technicality and your knowledge. They care that you care about them. You're not going to change the world. And I think this is really huge for anyone that's getting into this industry to understand it's I think not that about was a you. Hard concept for me at first because I just wanted to change people, and I wanted, you know, I wanted to make all the difference in everybody's lives. But they have to be the ones that want to change. Yeah, and you pour your heart into it, don't oh, you? Oh, hundred percent, babe. You have taken people from point A to point Z. You have poured your heart into them. You've got them even sometimes losing up to seventy to a hundred pounds. And then it's so disheartening when they fall back oh, yeah. into old patterns then you feel like and you lose it all. Failed them, you know. At first, what you realize is it's not about you, and you did your part, yeah. and they got to do it, theirs. Exactly, exactly. They have to be the ones that want to change and make the lifestyle. You can't be everybody's. Um, what's the word I'm thinking? Go ahead, think about it because what I think I think this this is supposed to be liberating, not depressing for someone that's getting into this industry. We learned over the years because we thought we were I getting meant, into I this. Meant you can't hold people's hand. Yeah, that's you can't hold what, people's I hand. Think yeah, the right word, but I just you're mean right. like you can't. Yeah, you're you know, right. like you have to set them up for success, and it's up to them to make the change, right? Yeah, the lifestyle change. So like we got so pumped up when we got into it, and we got so torn apart over the first few years because we poured everything, right? We cared so much. So this is supposed to be liberating for people because we made the mental shift. We shifted, we shifted our perspective, and this is where we say it's not about you. It's not about you. You do your part. We're planting seeds. We're watering them. God has to do the rest. And these people that come in have to do it. We expose them, I always say, we expose them to opportunities, to experiences, and to the environment. They have to then take advantage of all that. So we expose them to the opportunities, to the experiences, and the environment. That's all we could do. This is what we know. This is what we do. This is what's going to get you there. People have to take advantage of that. Right. It's their job to then hone in on it, put it into practice, create better habits every single day. It's not your fault if they don't. So let it go. You're not going to change the world. People are going to cancel on you. They're going to quit. You're going to think you brought them so far and sometimes you give them everything you got yep. and after three years they just cancel on you and leave, go to another gym People that you help the most will backstab you. Yeah. We've seen that many times. It's okay. It's not about you. You got to care, yeah. but you can't care. 
Right. And so rarely... Care about the people who, who need you at yeah. the present time. We've got some really special people at our gym, but rarely do you see an ultimately true transformation inside and out that lasts. Mm-hmm. And we've got some amazing people. We have definitely some. Oh, we do. But it's so refreshing when you get it, but just don't worry about it because that's not how you define your success. Right. And so if you really love this and you really want to be a fitness coach and you really want to pursue this, just know these things. This is what you're going to get yourself into. And then just start getting the experience and see if it's what you really want to do. So let's review those real quick. Number one, you're going to have weird hours. Be ready. Early mornings, late nights. At first, you got to kind of do, do you like the weird stuff? But eventually, you got to get to the point where you set your blocks and you don't budge. Because if it's not going to be long-term sustainability, you're not going to last. You're going to burn yourself out. You're going to get low pay. It's just the name of the game if you're an employee. Really quick, start to convert your mindset into trying to become a business owner. Or work for people like us because we really take care of people because we get it. (laughs) Number three, you're going to give away a lot for free. That's part of the game. We still do it. I just gave away a free pull-out program, a free 5K program. We give away stuff. But then you charge. We give away free memberships. You do it. It's part of the game. We give away a ton of charity. You give, you get. But just be careful because at the beginning, you might not be ready for that. And you're going to make so many sacrifices. So scary. And then number four, people don't really care about your technicality. Why did I say that? Your technical jargon, your technical knowledge, the technical stuff. Right. They're coming in there to work out. Yeah. The practicality is... Be their friend. Take care of them. Be and, relatable. Yeah. And, and don't forget that they don't speak the same language you do. So get, get that, learn that stuff, but then put it away. And be relatable and be real Talk with people. Talk to them like a person. Talk to them like a human being. And hey, instead of saying glutes all the time, just say butt. Oh, I say glutes a lot. Because some people don't even know what the heck the glutes are. Just say butt. I think most people know what a glute is. Ha! And then don't think that you're going to change the world because you're not. And if you think you are, then it's going to become about you. And you're going to, I think this is the one thing that leads to burnout and why so many people quit in this industry. You got to remember it's not about you. Get in here, have fun with it. Live your life as a great example. And hopefully other people will follow. Is there anything else you want to add, First Lady Amber? I think if your intention is solely just to serve and love people, that's what it's about. Because they're going to leave you, like you said. They might gain weight after they've left you. They might cancel their membership. You know, they're going to disappoint you. So I think if you just have the intention and heart to just serve and love people, that's what it's about. I think you got it all. This is great stuff that if you're trying to get into this fitness world, we just want you to hear the things that people maybe don't tell you. So if you got anything from this, make sure you guys share it. Follow us now on iTunes, the iTunes podcast. Follow us at theoandamber.com. And make sure you remember that it's not about you, but it starts with you. God bless and have a fantastic day.